An interesting story from our next guest who's written uh, a book about his experiences. He, indeed, he was a member of the Garda Síochána in the Northwest region for over 30 years and served during his time in the Northwest in Pettigo, in Black Line, in Manor Hamilton and Sligo Town. But because, before becoming a member of Garda Síochána, one of his summer jobs was to skipper the fishing boat used by Lord Louis Mountbatten where, when he stayed at Mullock Moor, the Shadow Five boat. And of course, it was this boat that the IRA blew up in Mullock Moor Harbour in 1979, killing Mountbatten and three more, including young Paul Maxwell from Enniskillen. Uh, Michael O'Connor from Bunduff in North Sligo has written a new book called, appropriately enough, Boatman for Mountbatten. And he joins us now. Uh, Michael, good morning and thanks for joining us. Well, Niall, I felt there was a story there that was being lost in the all of the mass coverage on the actual bombing in Mullockmore. And there was, there was a life there before the bomb and it was a very good life. And a lot of people locally were involved in the castle. Uh, as I said, uh, all the boatmen were local. And um, the staff were all local. So I felt that that story had to get out there. And I spoke to the other remaining boatmen, and they all agreed, yes, that something needs to be told, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, you, you, well, you did. You did know uh, Mountbatten to, to a degree from, from your your time there in the castle at work. You, you knew him uh, in, in some way. So what sort of an individual was he, uh, to your mind, Michael? Well, I, I felt he was, he was a lovely man. Once once you... Uh, <laughs> I tell the story in the book, so I, I won't repeat it again, but, yeah. um, you know, once he knew that you could, uh, you could talk to him and that you weren't afraid of him, then he was fine. You know, he was a gentleman, really, and I think most of the staff would agree with all that, that he was a gentleman to work for. And, um, you know, even though he, he never gave you the um, impression that he was overly, you know, he, he was grander than you or anything like that, he would speak to you as a normal human being, basically. And and you had various jobs o- over the years in the early 70s, mid-70s, Michael, at, at Classybourne Castle. Uh, but but I suppose it was promotion to a certain degree. You, you, you were promoted to... Uh, be in charge of, of the Shadow Five, uh, the, the Mountbatten's fishing boat, eventually. Well, yes, I started off, as, a, as I say, I started off in the scullery in the kitchen washing pots and pans. And I was doing, I only did that for about a week when I was uh, swiftly elevated to the dining room to do uh, waiting as a as a footman, I think they were called at the time. They probably call that. But, um, yeah, and then I, I got... Just by chance, I, I had to go out and help Michael Kelly one day on the boat. And we had such a, a success on that trip with the number and the number of lobsters we caught that uh, Mountbatten was pretty impressed with that. So when the opportunity came up the following year, um, uh, I was asked by Michael Kelly would I do the job. And I said I would. So he told Mountbatten and that's the way it came from there. Which, which you did for a number of years, so I, I suppose you had his trust and uh, it, it was a steady and continuing summer job for you then, Michael? It was, yeah. I mean, I worked... Uh, the boat really was only out for the month of August when Mountbatten and the family arrived. So they, they got the boat. Now, uh, previous years, in the 60s, before I came on the scene, all right, they used it for fishing trips for the Americans who would rent the castle. But uh, I only ever did it for Lord Mountbatten whenever... 
you're right, I'd be on the boat. And uh, he went out almost every day on that boat. He loved it, you know. Okay. And by a quirk of fate, I mean, you were asked to be on the boat on Shadow Five on that August day in 1979 when tragedy struck. So what happened and why Why weren't you skippering the boat that day, Michael? Well, uh, I, I, again, I tell the story in the book where uh, Miss Gorbus, who was the estate manager at Classy Bowen, came up to me. Uh, I was working in Hargan Brothers in Sligo. And um, she asked me if, uh, if I'd be interested in doing it again. I just had it. Left it in uh, 77, so 78, Fiona McCarthy did it, and she was having trouble getting somebody to do the boat for 79. So she came to me and said, would you do the boat? And I said, in normal circumstances, I would do it, but I had to go to London to be best man for my brother at, a wedi- at his wedding. So that was, uh, I would be gone from just after the middle of August, so it was no good. So I told her she'd have to find somebody else for that particular year. And she found, of course, Paul Maxwell. Unfortunately for Paul, uh, very sad that uh, he, he was caught up in that as well. Yeah, and you've dedicated uh, the book to the memory of, of young Paul Maxwell. I have. Ke- I have. When you heard what happened, I don't know if you were back from London at that stage or where were you? What, I mean, what was your reaction when you heard of the tragedy, the explosion? Well, we were actually, I was still in London at the time. Uh, it happened on the 27th of August, which was a bank holiday in, in the UK, I think. And um, I didn't come home until the Wednesday. But uh, when I heard the news, I was yes, devastated. It was an understatement uh, to know that this happened uh, to somebody. I knew everybody who, who was killed on that boat. And um, all those as well who were injured, of course, with catastrophic injuries, which uh, with the bomb, you know, so it was. It was a. It was a terrible, terrible event, um, and it, it did affect, of course, obviously, when you knew those people. And and having known them so well, I mean, there there is. Uh, well, I'm sure you would certainly feel this to be the case that there is a, a lot of misunderstanding about um, what they stood for and um, what was important to them. And I, I've been told down the years that. Mountbatten was a passionate supporter of the concept of United Ireland and I was also told that he insisted that the tricolour flew outside Classy Bourne Castle. I don't know if you can confirm that was the case, but is, is that the sort of person he was or uh, not? Well, there are, there are a few stories uh, uh, about him. Uh, there's one that I, I refer to in the book that's uh, it's written by Joe McGowan, our, our famous local historian in Mullockmore. And uh, he tells the story, and it's in the book, about uh, them driving out the road one day. And uh, the Boy Scouts apparently used to use uh, the woods in Classy Bowen as a, 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 whatever, it was jamboree, I think it's called, or whatever, for their yearly event anyway. And uh, uh, Lady Mount, this is, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but this is the report. Lady Mountbatten said that uh, they were flying the tricolour on their uh, property. And uh, Mountbatten is alleged to have said, well, it's our property, but it's their country. So, you know, that was the end of that about flying the tricolour. Now, I'm not sure uh, whether that's true or not, but it's it's probably something like he would say, to be honest. But uh, the other one was um, when you talk, where you talked about uh, uh, United Ireland. Mm. He certainly, uh, there is a report 
that the Irish ambassador to London uh, gave to the government, and that's what, it's in the book as well. I have that report written by the cyber champion, um, where he, the ambassador, met Van Patten at a garden party given by the Queen, which was in 1972. And uh, that story is in the book, and it's a pleasure out there, but he, he offered to help. And uh, it's alleged, as he said, that um, he thought that the only real answer to this problem was the United Ireland. Now, whether, you know, people can read that for themselves and what was said, so make their own minds up on that one. All right, OK. Uh, the book is called Boatman for Mountbatten, but there were, there were, when you look back all these years later, uh, Michael, and this was before your guard career, there, there were happy, innocent childhood days for you, as far as you were oh, concerned. Absolutely. Absolutely, and great days. I really enjoyed it. Mullockmore was, and still is, a fabulous part of the country. Um, uh, as I say in the book, it's probably my most favourite place on earth, and I've been over a few, of the, few countries, but Mullockmore is just so special. And, uh, you know, as I said in the book, it's, it's probably, uh, Mountbatten loved it when he saw it in 1941, and I say in the book that I think it's probably where he would love to have uh, died, but not in the circumstances that happened, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. you know, yes, we had a great and We had great staff. They're all local staff, and just, we were like a family, basically. Okay, and Mullockmore is when your official is where your official book launch will take place on on the twenty sixth, Michael. Isn't that it? Twenty sixth at eight pm in the Pierhead Hotel uh, in Mullockmore. We're having the official launch of the book. Um, so, anyone wants to come there, can uh, everybody's welcome. Um, and I'll be I'll be doing the launch and a signing of anyone that has. There's a good few books already sold, so if anyone has one that they bought already, they can bring it along and I'll sign it as well.